You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit lakings.com slash podcast. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It's On the Sly. I am Rob Brender from SiriusXM Sports and also now from the Los Angeles Kings. A pleasure to be here with you folks. Thank you so much for letting me into your locker rooms or your living rooms or wherever it is you may be listening to the show. To my right is Mr. Jim Fox. You guys know him very, very well. I don't think you need much of an introduction, Jim. Nine-year Kings winger, longtime TV analyst, does an unbelievable job. And really, this is going to be a pleasure for me to get to sit down with you and hang out and talk hockey. How are you, by the way? How's everything? I'm doing fine, but I have to stop you right there. All right. And many people do this. Ten-year. Ten-year? I missed one full season due to injuries. Four knee surgeries. And I missed that whole year, Gretzky's first year. So many people don't count that. I count it because it's the hardest I ever worked in my professional career. Even though I didn't see a game that year, I was in rehab every day. Work, 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 trying to fight back. I ended up coming back and playing 11 games, I believe, the following season. and had to retire for the reason I, I missed. But <clears throat> that's my 10-year, <clears throat> even though I did miss that full year. Did not, did not play a game in Wayne Gretzky's first year. Now, if we were doing a baseball show, the player would say that 10th year is extremely important because that's when you're fully vested for your pension in ah. baseball 10 years in. I don't know. Three if years in hockey. So oh. I was well, well vested by that. So. <laughs> okay. So it has nothing to do. Although, as I'm getting in the hockey, you could start taking your pension at 45 years old. I have not started to take that because if you're able to, it does grow tra- tax free. So there are tax benefits to not take it as it grows. Uh, but now that I'm at the age where I'm starting to look at that type of stuff, vested at three years is great. Um, <clears throat> the, actual, <laughs> the actual income that I will receive, not that great. Right. That? Everyone tells you when you accept this money that it's going to be wonderful. You're going to get that cash. But you have to remember you get older and yeah that's the worst part of the whole deal they don't tell you that you get excited about it when you're playing oh wow down the road i'm gonna have some cash coming in which is nice i will spend every cent of it i'm right there with you whatever pension it is i'm getting i will spend every cent as well so what jim and i are here to do for those that are uh, joining us for the first time as this is our first show so all of you are in that group uh, we're going to break down a lot of the topics that are the big topics around the nhl but we're going to do it with the intention of allowing Jim to really give you the deep insight and and let you know exactly what's going on as best we can and as best he can behind the scenes because he has more experience than any of us do from a number of different areas, obviously, in the NHL, from being a player and being a broadcaster, from um, being around front offices for so many years. And so you're going to give us and me, and that and that's why I'm so excited to do the show with you, because I love learning about the game, and I love learning what's happening on the ice to a next level, a little bit more in-depth, stuff that you don't hear on television, stuff that you don't see uh, when, when you're watching a game as just a regular fan. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. And it- it's a perspective, I hope, and we've talked about it before. It's just, I love answering the question, 
how did the referee miss that call? Yeah. And I know the fan, when it happens, they're emotional, and it's a bad call. It is. It's missed. It's incorrect. But I love going back and taking a look and offering possible reasons why the referee did not see it or why he called it the way he did. And many, many times, I know that gets me into hot water with people, but uh, I, I guess I like answering the rhetorical question, you know. Um, what were the Kings thinking when they, so obviously when the, the fan frames it that way or the person speaking frames it that way, they're not happy with what the Kings are doing. I may be in agreement or disagreement with them, but I try to then go back and answer that rhetoric. Well, this is why they, this is what they were thinking. They were thinking this, A, B, C, D, E. Uh, so I, I hope that's my goal to, to tackle those types of situations that then maybe, maybe get you to think a little bit deeper, one layer deeper, because many times, and believe me, as a player, I was that way, the emotion takes over and becomes perhaps too big a part of the equation. And you would like to step back and think about it a little bit more. So you're saying that the answer isn't he stinks. Because usually, you know, from the fan perspective, that's usually the answer, right? The referee, he missed that call. He stinks. Right. Well, no, he doesn't always stink. Here's a reason why he didn't stink on that, on that call or in that play. And if... He is not, he or she in sports is not, if they are not playing to a level in which they should be at the level, you know, the NHL level, which is the top level in the world, then they should be criticized. Uh, the people selecting them should be criticized. The people putting them in that position should be criticized. But uh, there's going to be 32 teams. Not everyone's going to win. The reason they're not winning is because they're either in a phase where they're rebuilding, they're too young, or maybe the players they have are just not adequate enough to be at that level. But that's what they have at that time. That's the phase they're going through. And, um, you know, you try, to, you, try to break down the, you try to break down the reasoning for why they're there. And you just hope, as we're taping, it's, it's a, you just hope, as we're taping, the Kings are about to play the Winnipeg Jets. Right. And Paul Maurice is the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets now. A couple of years ago, more than that, he was a broadcaster in Canada. And he was asked to break down why Mark Shifley is not making an immediate impact in the National Hockey League. He picked as an 18-year-old kid. I think he played like five games his first year, went back to junior, came back the following year, didn't make the team, went back to junior. Now he is the best player on the Winnipeg Jets and considered to be, you know, as a centerman, certainly a top number one center. So he's a top 32 guy in the league. But at the time, Paul was in a position where he's going, you know, are they rushing him? Are they not rushing him? Is he good enough? Does he have the skating? Does... My hope is players that don't necessarily, pref that they can learn and get better. Right. They can improve. I'm not a big believer. For, he worked on his skating this summer. I think that's great. And for all the people in the Kings and every other development system in the NHL, keep doing your work. If you're improving that kid 1%, that's great. He's getting better. He's not getting worse. 
Well, I'm a believer that about 18 years old, that's the, that's the skater you're going to be. Right. And by bringing him to the NHL, and he's working, I, I accept the fact that his skating is never going to get any better. That's my opinion. He can learn the game. That can make you faster by getting to a spot because you're going there quicker. You're not, you're not using your legs any differently, but you're anticipating better. You're getting used to a tempo, a flow, uh, specifically right now. And on this, we, we, pro- we usually stay away from Kings-related topics. We will. We get into Kings. But my job, more or less, on the air is to talk about the Kings. So here we try to get into other areas. But Arthur Kaliev. He's had a handful of games now. Does not get around the ice very well. The Kings knew that when they drafted him. Everyone knew that. Will he get better? Can he learn that if he goes left instead of right? Can he learn instead of stopping and he keeps his speed going? Can he learn if, how, he get, how he's getting too far ahead of the play instead of getting back a little bit and coming up with the tempo of the rush and the attack? Those things, even though he does not improve his skating, will improve his game. That's what I'm hoping. So those are the types of areas we hope to get into. Um, break it down that way. Uh, maybe I don't think see. We're not. I don't see something that someone else doesn't see. But maybe I see. Hopefully, the road to improvement. Hopefully, why it's happening. Absolutely. And, and those types of things. Jim, this was a pleasure. This is kind of the way this show is going to go for the entire season. I'm looking forward to it, learning so much from you. And, and, and we, will, we will get some of the listeners to pipe in every once in a while, and we'll try to address specifically issues that they're bringing up to us. But, uh, yeah, again, probably less King-centric than most people would expect because of what I do. for Yeah. And uh, it's just something to talk about uh, that may be around the league – around the sport, and at times, as we've done in the past, uh, you know, uh, how does it apply to Gibbs's rules? That's my important thing. That's- <laughs> there's, well, there's no shortage of stories for us, at least talk about. What's the uh, Twitter address for you again, Jim? What's your Twitter? My Twitter is? Yeah. Man, I don't even know what my Twitter is. You don't remember your Twitter what, account? What, what is my Come Twitter on, account? it's 2000. Jim Fox 19. Jim Fox 19. Come on. Okay, there you go. Jim Fox 19. I'm at Robert Brender if somebody wants to tweet me there. You can also subscribe to this podcast. It's called On the Sly at lakings.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to Jesse Cohen. Again, he's sitting to my right. Jim's left right now and producing this show. He's going to be doing that for us the entire season. For Jim, I'm Rob. See you next time, folks. 